everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. And I'm your other host, Alyssa. And we are here to talk all things Disney. As always. So in this week's episode, I'm kind of excited about this because I love riding the monorail. I do too. And this week, we have decided to bring you all the fun facts about the monorail and how it came to be and what goes on with the monorail. Yeah. So... Um, we are just going to get right into it. So the first one that Mandy has, I think I can build off of possibly. Yes. Is this about the park guest? No, it's not, but I do have something about that. Okay, good. So my first fun fact is that the Walt Disney World monorail has 12 trains. The colors include red, coral, orange, gold, yellow, lime, green, blue, silver, black, teal and peach which i didn't know they had so many i was gonna say i don't know if i've ever looked at the color of the monorail i mean i've looked at the colors but i guess i never realized like there were that many of them yeah i was gonna say i i've never looked at them like hard enough to be like oh there's like 12 different colors right now the disneyland one has quite a bit less they only have three different colors they have red blue and orange and you know what? It's weird they didn't do the primary colors. Yeah, I agree. You have two out of the three. Right. And I do know... No, that's not true. They're not primary colors. I don't know my primary colors, apparently. What? I have a fact later about two that are no longer in use. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so to build off of yours, apparently, which I didn't know this either, for Christmas Eve, the monorail that are running on the line, they are Christmas colored. So they only use the green, red, silver, and gold trains oh, on I Christmas love Eve. That. That's so Isn't cool. Isn't that cute? That is super cute. I'm surprised though, like usually Christmas time is such a busy time, you would think they would need all of them, but I guess they can only run so many anyway. Right. But it's crazy to me that like they have the time to change them out. Right. Like to rest some not rest them, like but to take them off the track, to do whatever they have to do during that busy time yeah i agree i don't know i think that's really interesting so walt disney world current trains are mark six models which have been running since 1989 disneyland trains however are mark sevens and have been running since 2007 so disneyland actually has newer trains than disney world does you know that makes sense though yeah that makes a lot of sense okay um Actually, did you know that Lillian was the one that came up with the idea of a monorail, Walt's wife? I knew she was instrumental in coming up with it because of a trip to Germany they took. Yes. So on a trip to Germany in 1952, Walt and Lillian rode an early form of a monorail. And it basically had carriages suspended beneath the rail. And Lillian was the one that said out loud, like, hey, why can't the cars run on top of the track? And I guess from there, Walt's mind just took off. And he was like, well, how do we get him to run on top of the track? We should figure out how to do that. So Lillian was kind of the one that was like, hey, she how was do like, we do this? She was like the Imagineer in that She one. was. She was the Imagineer. Good job, Lillian. You go, girl. So the first monorail at Disneyland was the Mark I, and it was designed by Bob Gurr. This train originally only had three characters three cars compared to today's six and it was monorail red which is usually the first one to undergo like changes so the very first monorail was a mark one and it was red interesting yeah 
Every time I hear, like, Mark something, I think of, like, Iron Man. Same. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Iron Man. Anyway, okay. Um, so, you can still ride the monorail when there is a power outage because Walt Disney World has three backup diesel-powered trains so that they can continue to move guests during an emergency. Oh, that's neat. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, but I like that. This it just, like, blows my mind. So there's about 50 million park guests that ride the Walt Disney World monorail system each year. That is a lot, That's a of, lot people. of people. I was going to say, to build on that, over 7,000 guests are serviced on the monorail per hour and 150,000 per day. That's a lot 150,000 people. people a day. That almost makes me not want to ride it, though, because, like, I'm sure they sanitize, but can you imagine all like the, germs? the germs on there? <laughs> That's a lot of, I mean, but realistically, like, how many people ride each ride every day? So, realistically, it's no like, different. it's no different. Yeah. But it's weird because, like, when you go on the monorail, it, yes, there are times where it feels, like, crowded, but it never feels... Like, like claustrophobic that there are that many people riding with you. no i agree i totally agree with you and i know they're taking that from like all of the trams i get it but you would think when you think about one hundred and fifty thousand people that ride it you would think those cars are like jam-packed yep so it's so interesting to me that it doesn't feel that way no i agree okay so, the Walt Disney World monorail system has 14.7 miles of track. This includes the Express, Resort, and Epcot routes. So, it's pretty long. It is. Um, and each track is 26 inches wide. Each beam is supported by a column of concrete that's approximately 110 feet. That's interesting. That's a lot. That is a lot. Okay, so this fun fact is kind of sad in a way. Actually, my oh, next God. couple are a little bit sad. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so... The Walt Disney World monorail teal and peach trains are actually constructed using undamaged parts from the pink and purple trains that were involved in a 2009 crash. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the 2009 crash in my next fun fact. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't have anything sad, and I don't have anything to back you up on this That's one. Okay. So you're on your own. Um, but I do have more about the beams. So, the beams on which the monorail actually, like, rides, they were built in Oregon and shipped to Florida. That's a long distance to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to being sad, tell unfortunately. Sad yeah. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the 2009 crash. Unfortunately, there was a fatality in this crash. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so, a pilot was killed in the previously mentioned 2009 crash, and as a result, both colors were retired. And these are the only colors that have ever been retired from the monorail. And what colors are they? Purple and pink. Of course, like my two favorite colors. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they took them off of all marketing and merchandise because they didn't want any, like, reminders of that situation Aww. happening. Starbucks even had um, a Disney mug that featured the purple monorail. And Starbucks was forced to change the monorail to a different color. They actually ended up changing it to a gray monorail, which doesn't exist. Like, why wouldn't you pick a color that existed? But Maybe it was easier to, like, gray out the color. Potentially. And I maybe. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. But then just make it black, like how they have a black monorail. Right. I don't know. But, but yeah, super sad. Oh, that is sad. Okay, well... Um, I have nothing to, to say about that. That's really depressing. Um, wow. Okay, 
So, it can take up to three weeks to paint a monorail train, which is done at the monorail shop located on Disney property. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I didn't either. There's another fun fact I have in a little bit, too, about, like, how often they service the trains, and, like, I didn't realize this either. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay, up to four park guests used to be able to sit up front with the pilot, but the service was retired after the 2009 crash because they were worried since the pilot died that... Like, if guests were up there, they could get hurt, too. So they do not do that anymore. I was going to say, I feel like as a kid... You used to, like, you could go up to the guy or yeah. the woman and be like, hey, yeah, can I you ride could. up there? If you, if you got there early to ride or if you asked the pilot, you could go up there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the top speed of the monorail is a 40 miles per hour. It doesn't feel like you move that It quickly. doesn't feel like you move that quickly. It's weird. It is weird. I don't know, man. Okay, several wraps were created to promote movies. Um, the movies that have been promoted include Tron Legacy, Iron Man 3, Monsters University, and Cars 2. Well, Iron Man makes a heck of a lot of sense. It does, because it's like a mechanical, like his suit is. Interesting. And Tron makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Monsters, Inc., though. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. was one of them. And Cars 2. Cars makes sense, too, because yeah. it's like a moving vehicle. But but Monsters, Inc. is different. I wonder why. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so the Disney monorail pilots are trained separately from the bus and watercraft drivers. And apparently, if you're trained as a monorail pilot, you cannot get training in the bus or watercraft because it's like a specialty. Oh. So they don't allow them to do other special like other things because they need those people right. specifically for the monorail. Right, because there is a specialized training for it. Yeah. Only certain people can do it. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I find this to be super interesting. This is like one of the things I learned when I was doing research. So, apparently, there is a moving block light system that monitors the distance between each train. The system is called MAPO. The name was chosen by Walt Disney after the Mary Poppins movie, since profits from the film were used to create a new Disney transportation company. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, so Mary Poppins basically funded the monorails you see today. Wow, that's interesting. Yep. Didn't know that. Okay, I have three more fun facts. What do you got? I've got four, so we're good. Okay, perfect. Um, so if you've ever been on the monorail, you've probably heard the announcement, please stay and clear of the doors, and then you hear it again in Spanish. And the voice actor that recorded that, his name is Jack Wagner, and he is referred to as the voice of Disneyland. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so remember how I was talking about, like, how often they service the trains? So, emergency tests are actually run daily. And this is a little <laughs> bit scary how they test the brake system. Okay. They do this by intentionally getting the cars too close together to see if the emergency brake engages. <laughs> so, if the emergency brake doesn't engage, what do you do? <laughs> well, I hope they don't test that with people on it. I hope so, too. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they don't as well. But yeah, that's how they test it, by getting the cars too close together. That's terrifying to me. That's very... Well, and you know what? That's weird, especially because there was a crash. Right. So why are they trying to intentionally... I know they're not intentionally causing a crash, but it feels that way. It does. Now, having said that, 
there's only been one fatality on the monorail since its inception. So, I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, and they probably have it down to, like, a, a science. little science. Yeah, I'm sure, like, even though they get them close, it's probably, like, at the max range of closeness. Yeah, they're probably not, like, touching. Exactly. So, I- I'm sure they do it safely, but it just sounds dangerous to me. <laughs> uh, no, I totally agree. I think that's actually very terrifying. Okay. Um, did you know that the monorail uses truck tires for their wheels? I did not know that. That is so weird to me. That's random. I actually, I mean, I knew it had wheels, but, like, I didn't realize they were that big, I guess. And I did, okay, this is gonna sound really stupid, but I didn't realize it was a tire system. No, I mean. Like, I would have thought it was, like, a, like. A rail. A rail. Yeah. So I never realized it actually had wheels. Yeah. And, like, you don't really see them. So, like, and truck tires are pretty big, so. And I feel like I'm going to look like a crazy person, but next time we ride it, I kind of want to, like, crouch down and, like, (laughs) look look underneath. Because, like, I've never thought about it being a wheel. Yeah. So weird. No, I'm kind of right with you, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Okay. So, the monorail system is very eco-friendly because it runs completely on electricity, making it that there's no emissions, so it's perfect for the environment, too. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Okay, so my last one. I think this is really interesting. The center of the theme is made of styrofoam, which is encased in concrete and steel, making them both lightweight and strong, and there are more than 400 beams throughout the monorail network. The highest point of the monorail is at the Contemporary Resort, the entrance of it, which is more than 60 feet above the ground. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is. I, I had no idea there was any styrofoam involved. Like, that's crazy to me. Uh, me too, because, like, when you think of styrofoam... You don't think, like, super sturdy. You think, a full, like... I mean, but I guess it does protect stuff. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just, it's very interesting, and it's interesting that the highest point is, like, the entrance of the contemporary. It makes sense. It does. But it's, like, weird to think about the way the track goes. No, I agree. I don't know. I really enjoyed researching the monorail. I did, too. So, something I didn't write down, but, like, the thing that gave me the inspiration for this episode... I actually was researching Las Vegas because we were talking about maybe going on a trip there someday. Yeah. And apparently Disney sold some of their own, their old monorails to Las Vegas. So they're still operational in Las Vegas. That's what gave me the idea for this podcast. Where in Vegas? I can't remember. That's okay. But... Which um, hotel it is, but it's one oh, of the it's hotels. Oh, a hotel. It is, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But yeah, that's that's what gave me the idea for this. Yeah, I'm really happy we did it. I I enjoyed it. But I do have two more. Cool. So, I'm going to talk about Tokyo Disney's monorail system now. Okay. So, in Tokyo Disney, the monorails are much longer than those in Florida and California. They are 275 feet long and can carry 571 people at a time. They're also driverless, which is different from Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But a cast member does sit at the rear of the train to make sure all passengers have boarded before the doors close. That makes sense. Yeah. And my last one. In December 1986, the Disneyland monorail system was named a National Historic Mechanical Engineering Landmark. And there's a plaque located at the entry of Tomorrowland Station commemorating the achievement. That's really cute. 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, so it can never be, you know, destroyed or taken away. It's a national monument. It can't go anywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what else is awesome, Melissa? What is that? Our listeners, of course. They are pretty awesome. And we want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode, Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Thank you to our listeners in Maitland, Florida, Rochester, New York, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you to our listeners in Beaver, Pennsylvania, Cold Lake, Alberta, and Canada, West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, Oakdale, Pennsylvania. Shout out to San Jose, California, Homestead, Pennsylvania, Dexter, New York, Evansville, Tennessee, And last, but certainly not least, Warsaw in Poland. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Oh, real quick. We actually have one from the United Kingdom, too, but I don't have a city for it. So thank you to our listeners in the UK. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, what is your favorite fun fact about the monorail? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a pinch of pixie dust, a podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys. We hope your lives are full of fate, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone.